pounds. I don't know. What is net worth then? Is that what you've got in the bank? I think net worth is basically the whole package of everything. Roll it all up. I'm worth way more than that. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Right, guys, just to let you know that support for today's Foscast is brought to you by Manscaped. They are the best in men's below-the-waist treatment, current grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the lawnmower. 4.0. 4.0. You heard that right. That's 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BFCGK. It's on screen now at manscaped.com. At manscaped.com. What are you saying, mate? You've got the old 4.0. Mate, I need that so bad. I'm, I am a shambles at the minute. Have a look at this. Just have a little goose. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're okay. But it's your wedding anniversary coming up, so yeah. you need to get that sorted. I need to get that sorted. I, honestly, it's a sh- I, I get in the shower and have a little look down. I think, geez, where is it? I can't even see it anymore. It's a mess. But the beauty of it is that we've manscaped. You used to do it. We used to do it with inferior tools Mate. you'd nick yourself oh it's a bloodbath blood absolute bloodbath like everywhere and then you're dry, trying to dry it with kitchen roll and toilet roll ends up getting in your boxes it's a mess mate make no mistake use this bad boy and you will not cut yourself I promise you this is world class to be fair <laughs> it's got a little light on it it's got different um, different guards for different length so if you want to rock a slightly bigger throw I was going to say, I'm, I'm not even touching mine because mine's looking good at the minute, but you could have done it on yours, but you don't even really grow a beard, no, do you? I don't, I don't. But what I do have is blonde hairs coming out my ears. So what I've got is the weed whacker. Uh, Can you use it on your nose as well? Mate, you don't... Oh, that's nose? disgusting. I need a new one now. Um, need to tell you about this uh, ball deodorant they've got as well because it is roasting hot in here and this would have come in at so handy today it is a joke how hot is it in here hey I've got that on and I'm clean as a whistle alright no show sweat, off no sweat on my balls absolute show off right guys that's Manscaped get your discount code here right now welcome to another episode of the Fozcast today with me as usual we've got my mate Rhino Legs Tom how are you Tom yeah all good mate yourself I'm very very good thank you very much are you excited for today's pod very excited for today's pod because this is like the should have happened already shouldn't it it should have happened already let me just introduce my guests first and then i will explain what tom was talking about then so today we have mark goldbridge if people don't know who mark goldbridge is he is basically a bit of a youtube legend he is the owner the runner of united stand amongst others driving with goldbridge who we are massive fans of here at the Fozcast. mark how are you mate i'm great thanks very much for having me on i've been looking forward to this Second time lucky. Right, okay, okay. This is, if anyone he, wants directions, I'm going to write a book for Christmas. <laughs> I'm surprised he uh, agreed to come on today because there was a little incident, wasn't there? Well, like, so I, uh, like I say, driving up, okay, driving up today, I was listening to the Jack, you did your Jackmate podcast. And yeah. what became very clear on the Jackmate podcast is that you're not a big fan of giving people second chances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I normally say the opposite, to be fair, but go on. But so anyway, okay, right, guys. This time last week, we had booked Mark in to 
come on the Foscast, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So you don't live too far from here, do you? You don't live too far from me. We're both sort of Midlands based, so we're not a million miles away. However, the day in question, I was walking off the training pitch and the drugs testers were in, okay? The drugs, they were in at Watford. And when you get drugs tested as a player, you basically just have to go straight with the drugs tester. You don't get to go back to the changing rooms. You don't get to get your phone. You don't, don't get, get to, your pee bag with uh, the spurs. You literally have nothing, yeah? You yeah. cannot do anything. You just go straight with this guy, straight into a room. And we were doing, and that day, you either usually normally do bloods or urine or just urine. And that day it was bloods and urine. And the bloods and the urine is a nightmare because it takes forever. Because obviously, first of all, they have to do the blood. But in the meantime, you're drinking as much fluid as possible so that you can go for a wee. I couldn't go for a wee. It took me like two hours that day. I didn't get home to like four o'clock or something stupid. However, I couldn't let you know, could I? Until like, I don't know what stupid o'clock. So I stood outside. I know, you were literally. It takes Ben an hour and a half to get home from training. And at half 12, no, what, what time are you doing? I can't remember. What o'clock? Yeah. I was ringing yeah. him an hour and a half before going, well, like, where is he? Kind of thinking he needs to be on the road. So I always check up, are you getting on? And that's code for, are you on the road yet? So couldn't get hold of him, couldn't get hold of him. So then in the end, I've, I've um, got Ben's missus to pull up the Tesla app and say, he's still at the training ground. And I'm like, oh shit, so, I haven't got yeah. Mark's number. It wasn't great, was it? I'm sorry, mate. I am. I'm really, really sorry. sorry. Good I, excuse. I, I took it quite well, to be honest. Um, I got on the phone and uh, I told the missus and that I said, prick. you'll never believe what this Poundland Jordan Pickford's done to me. <laughs> <laughs> I bought him on my FIFA career mode so we can talk about it. Sell him. Get rid of him. Yeah. Anyone will do. That's what nah. my son does. Quick sell, mate. He's yeah. not even transfer market. He quick sells the life out of me. So yeah, I am, mate. Honestly, I'm really, really sorry. It's it's completely unprofessional. We don't do that kind of stuff, honestly. So thank you That's for right. the second time of asking coming up because I only texted you like two or three days ago as well. And to be fair, you've sorted it out rapid. Considering it's just as down well, the road if it's, it's like say it, London is everything in this industry. Yeah, so true. It's nice that, what a fantastic setup as well. It is, And just lovely. down the road. Yeah, it's nice, it's nice. Um, let's talk about what you actually do, okay? The day job, all right? Yeah. The, the thing that pays the bills, United Stand, it's the big one, okay? We watch it. We're massive fans of it, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, the watch-alongs are absolutely top class. Like, we've tried to do a watch-along and they are frigging hard, mate, honestly. How hard are they? Yeah, they're very hard. Yeah, diff- very, very what did difficult. What you find hard about it? I'm intrigued. Do you know what? Actually, it was more the technical side because yeah. we had a good, good setup, but we had like a couple of little audio issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And there was like a little buzz. We had an aircon unit in there and we discovered it was that. It was 400 degrees in the office. And then um, we couldn't figure it out. And someone was saying, it's the computer. And we're like, it's not the computer. It's like an all singing, all dancing. And then we moved the laptop out of the office and it stopped. And we were like, it's not that. Sure, it's not that. So we don't know. That That's uh, the frustrating from, from my point of view, the bit I found hard was, I think I, I tried to do it a little bit to like almost commentate on the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't commentate on the game, can you? So I was trying to read some of the, the comments underneath and literally everyone <laughs> kept saying, we don't fucking need commentary, just like tell us stories and stuff like that. And I was like, ah, okay, that, that, so that, but that is what you do really, really well, don't you? I think it's I think it's just a skill like you know I, I mean I don't I'm I don't like to sort of big up myself in, in, in any way or shape or form I just do the I do what I do and if people watch it and if people don't which is why I don't really care about the hate or anything like that really but I think it's just something that I sort of fell into and it was probably just from being down the pub with the lads you know you are watching the game but you're also talking about oh you'll never believe what happened last week with Larry or something like that so 
sort of with the chat, that's what I'll do. I'll see someone go on about like, have you got any breakup advice? And I'll go, well, you've got to get back on a horse. <laughs> not, a re- not, not a real horse. That, that would be illegal. And you know, you, you can't just talk all a horse. You've got to, you've got to um, sidestep a bit of fun with it really and just treat it as, I do really enjoy it because I think if you don't enjoy it, it's a long shift, especially because I do it on my own. I'd love to do it with somebody else, but because I do it like uh, from my own setup, and that's the way it's always been. It's two hours, three hours if it's United game. Yeah, it's so a long got, time, you've got, you've isn't got to, it? You've got to entertain yourself when you're doing it. The so. views are insane, mate. Honestly, the views are absolutely insane. I personally would love to come and do an episode with you one time. Yeah, definitely. I would absolutely love I don't know if it's a good idea whilst I'm still playing, just Probably because, not. yeah. So I think I'll wait till I've retired, but I honestly, mate, I would absolutely buzz off come to do one good, of them. Yeah, I think what I love about it is that, and this is what we tried to get across when um, you and Boaz did a couple in the summer was, it's not studio polished and you put your own interpretation on, you know, everyone's a prat. Yeah. I, I love it because the studio stuff and Sky and you get people like Michael Richards who are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice to see people in a really natural environment and that's why we kind of, you had takeaway delivered, having a couple of beers and you want to hear people talk candidly, don't you? That's the whole point is that you dial in and, and tune in to people go, he's a dickhead actually. That's the great thing about having two people because you can have a beer and you can have something yeah. to eat. I can't have anything to eat because it's dead air and people can hear me chomping and they're like, <laughs> stop eating. I haven't eaten for three hours. Like, yeah. And if I have a drink, I've got to be very careful because if I do need to go to the toilet, again, that's got to be really, you know, you're talking pit stop sort of thing. I've even thought about having a bucket and stuff, but I'd probably Just get quickly for zipping it out and chucking so, yeah, it down there. That, that is always <laughs> a challenge because I'd love to get pissed and have, and have, a, have, a, have a pizza. Oh, we need air, to but. do a drunk one one time. This is like, this is gold, honestly, Mark. This is the thing. No one's ever done it like that before, have they? That would be absolutely gold. We will now. <laughs> yeah. We're just yeah. giving like- Cut that out. <laughs> God's sake. Go. Um, so you, you said a minute ago about the hate that you get. Okay. So yeah. for you, is it in the chat there and then? Do you see it there and then? And are you very good at just sort of brushing over that? Or will you make a point of like literally picking on people and going, you've just called me a twat. Explain yourself. I think I think when it first started, I used to like you, you know. I think the brain's got a way of whether you're on social media or anything, you get drawn into the negative things, don't you? So there'd be somebody on the chat and they'd just say something quite violent. You start having an argument with them, but that was early days. So nowadays, I just don't really bother unless I see somebody being. It's more about a bad opinion. So like, if someone says, you know, stop picking on those two midfielders, they're actually quite good. I'll just stop the sentence. Go, <laughs> Which two right. midfielders you're talking about? McTominay and Fred, I'm not a big fan. So I'll, that, that'll just like spark something. I'll go, this will be a good, and I'll just go into that. And, and you know, sort of, that's that's as big as it gets. But general hate, I just ignore it. Well, is that partly because, let's be fair, like you and Ben, um, your age seems to be a big secret in the world, doesn't it? But um, late you and thirties, we're in our thirties. Yeah, in your thirties. But I think there's a big thing about with YouTubers, and you look at it, it's, it's a young person's world for a large part of the time. So actually, with, with the hate and stuff, I guess being that little bit older, do you think you're better equipped to deal with it than some of the young lads and young ladies that are in the world? Yeah, definitely within the space. You know, I think that's one of the things I've sort of realised over the last year, which I never thought. I mean, I've done jobs in the past where I've been promoted and you, you know you, you, you um, train people, etc. But I suppose I've done this for six years sort of came into it when it wasn't what it was like now. No one was doing watch-alongs, no one was really doing live content. So I've been through all the pitfalls and especially in relation to social media, I will sometimes message people, you know, sometimes bigger than me and I'll say like, why why are you reacting to that? You know, what is it bringing to your life to react to somebody like that? You're giving them what they want and they're irrelevant. 
So, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, it's been very rare for me to react to anything really, really bad. You know, even stuff in the past, I've seen somebody like say stuff about my kids and stuff and I'll quote tweet and say, it's this, this disgusting. Loads of people reply and go, yeah, it is disgusting. And then I'll delete it and go, well, yeah, you validated day, I, them, haven't I validated you? them and actually, oh wow, you know, people kill people. You know, there's horrible things yeah, going on in the world, don't to react. Yeah, there is, there is, I get that. But at the same point, it's really personal. You kind of think, mm. how dare you? Like, it does strike. I don't you. think it is hard to react. I would never, ever react. I'm the same as you. I always just think the second you react or respond or reply, no matter what it is, right, you've, they've basically won. They, yeah. no matter what it is, even if you shut them down with the best, like, comeback you've ever seen in your life, all they want is just something. Like, whether it's good, bad or indifferent, they just want a response. They want a reply where they can go, oh my God, he actually replied to this, look. And then he'll be like, screenshot and it, send it around his group chat of his mates. I've got under his skin, blah, blah, blah. Because at the end of the day, if you're responding, you've seen it and yeah. they've won. They have. They've literally won. So I'm with you, Matt. I, I will never, ever reply to anything. I even say to these, like, this, the, we obviously have Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And you get, you will get shit. There's always going to be shit, no matter what it is. If like, say if I do a vlog on a Saturday and I've played semi-poorly, like one of the goals or something might be my fault straight away it'll be you shouldn't be doing these vlogs you need to focus on football and you get so much of it mate it's a joke but it, it, you'll never ever get away from that which social media platform do you think is the worst which one do you think breeds the worst vile everything definitely Twitter <laughs> yes. yes definitely you Twitter you can control YouTube though yeah. you do a live stream on YouTube or you know you, you can delete it Instagram you can delete it and you can edit Twitter you can't edit your tweets once they're gone you know no and, you can't um, can you no you, you can't delete somebody underneath you you can't they? delete tweets either can you you can block them though no you sh if Twitter had the ability to delete knobheads from below your tw tweets which you should have because you can do that on Instagram I think it'd be a lot better but Twitter is the cesspool of social media I, I love it because it's brilliant it's I started on Twitter really Twitter and YouTube they were the first two we ever did but it is the wild west as well have you got a decent list of blocked people on Twitter Probably do, yeah. I, I, to be honest, I don't really. I won't block someone for banter. You know, if someone gives me a bit, yeah. I'll, I'll often laugh, even though I'm the really. I'm being constructive banter is yeah, yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll take that. Yeah, you know, and if it's a city fan, you know, go, oh, that Goldbridge is getting on my bloody tits. You know, this, that, and the other. I don't. Some people will block just because they've lost an argument. I'm not like that. It's, it's just you know, if it's abuse, then bye bye. But that used to be a badge of honour. I don't know whether it still is now. Well, if you so if you, if you block someone, they will then tweet out. They've won by Goldbridge, and people will go win. You know, and all this like it's like. Well, is it a win? I don't really, yeah. I never really get that, you know? We, I don't think we've, really, I don't think I've ever thought about it, but like you say, the, I, I didn't really know though that you could just not delete, like why wouldn't you be able to delete tweets from people and stuff like that? Do you know what I mean? If somebody's getting in the thing and saying some of the worst stuff ever, it's a no brainer, just delete the frigging thing. You block them and then they can't reply to your tweets anymore, but they've still- Can they then see them? They can't see them either in no, the future. No, 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 but they, they'll all have burner accounts and stuff like that. I'm all over it. Um, okay, talk. Can, can we just talk about, I wanted to, I'm really intrigued by the, the team behind the United stand, okay? Yeah, so yeah. at this moment in time, how many people does the United stand employ? Uh, so, so you've got one, how many subscribers? 1.1 1 .1 to 1.2? Yeah, 1.1, yeah, so 1.1. <laughs> Um, I'd say there's probably six. Really? Six. And then there's quite a few who just do sort of contractor stuff for yeah, us. Yeah, freelancer so, kind of yeah, thing, yeah, turn yeah. up and do so it in bits and bobs. We, we, we're probably just about into sort of 10 to 15 people. Wow. Wow. Because wow. you, you're busy though. You don't, yeah. it's not once a week, is it? No, 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 no. I know there's some people out there who are sort of like, you know, a couple of days a week sort of thing, but we're three shows a day, seven days a week. Wow. Hey, that's insane. And you prop yeah. that all up yourself? 
You're I, the front I, of it. Well, yeah, I started it. I think I think um, we were talking off air, weren't we? That you know, I, I would like to develop it, and I think that would mean less of me in front of the camera, but. Um, because it is very demanding. Like if you want to go on holiday and stuff like that, yeah, you have to have it all in, in place. I used to just sit there. I mean, this this guy, this pineapple guy who attacked me on a Mallorcan beach. Have you heard this story? No, I haven't. <laughs> I literally just listened to it. Then it's incredible. I used to just um, be in Mallorca. <laughs> I'd take the kids down to the beach and I'd sit there with a camera like ten meters out from the beach, watching them in that, like looking over my camera, giving the morning update. And then again, the same on the evening, you know. So I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but so um, what's the moral of the story in Mallorca? Don't buy buy free in Mallorca, <laughs> it? You haven't got a clue no, what we're talking about. People thought that was staged. It was like four or five years ago. We were nowhere near this big, and this guy comes up and says, "You know, you know, we're on the beach, and they want to sell you some fruit." Yeah, I was live streaming. He wouldn't have had a clue. He probably thought I was filming people out on the in the, oh, in the bikinis God knows what he thought. Yeah. but he just wouldn't he wouldn't he, was, he, was, he was, wouldn't start I, said, I don't want any fruit I don't want any pineapple oh, and then right. he starts bloody swearing on yeah, the live like knife in, you know I was just like but so, you've so got like, to see it to, to you've believe got, it you've really. got, I mean yeah. you do have to see it so Mark's obviously very a witty guy anyway and he's got some belting one liners I guarantee you've heard them all anyway but yeah. he like because I think he was so flustered in that moment like of this yes. dickhead just pestering him He lit, all he could say was don't buy fruit in Mallorca. <laughs> yeah, it was a flustered reply. <laughs> oh, God. Um, do you listen to TalkSpot? No, not really anymore. I used to, and I suppose that's um, that's uh, an indication of where I think TalkSpot's gone, really. I call um, it talk shit. I do I like the concepts. Yeah. I just think what frustrates me is, and I'm, it's a bit hypocritical because I know we get clipped up, but you, we're not doing this show to get clipped up. We've not had a chat about, you know, let's say Messi's worse than Nathan Redmond. Yeah. Like when, when, when that, you know, <laughs> and that's what I think talk sports become. Let's wheel out an ex-pro and get him to say that Bruno's a load of crap. Ah, so you, like you so, think every 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 kind of thing that they want to talk about, they've already pre-planned it. 100%. You take this side, I'll take that side. You say this, you say that, and then we can go from there and we'll just stir the pot up a bit. I presume you've been in that situation. I've been on Sky. It's very scripted. I presume Match of the Day is very scripted. And I think Talk no, Sport I've is never very done scripted. It. I've, been on, I've been into Talk Sport, but I don't th- it was there was never any kind of you've like scripted live. and stuff. You've done yeah, like, I went in, in and very, did it once. Sorry, like literally bowled up um, into the pub, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah we did the pub. Yeah, I, did, I actually went in the studio once as well, but I've never done Sky Sports. And I don't know. I don't know if I would want to do Sky Sports. Don't it's a long way wrong. for five minutes. Yeah, it's, it is a long way. And it's a very long day and all that kind of stuff. And you can do what? Whatever you want but is that something do you could you see yourself doing something like that in the future I think I could do it I mean I think you could you two could do it you know we're sort of having a chat now aren't we it's only having a camera and then being on radio isn't it so I could definitely do it but I wouldn't want to do it in that way where I don't like being produced yeah. I don't like people I've been on shows on YouTube where people are in your ear to say we're going to talk about this next and they're good shows but I don't yeah. I don't like that because that what they're thinking about is Let's. Can you get Mark to talk about this? Because they know in the week they can then clip up a ten-minute section where Mark's going to talk about what he thinks about Sancho. And I would rather if we talk an hour, you're going to get much better authentic. If, if you're good at what you do, yeah. like you guys are, you're going to get much better authentic chat by researching yourself as a presenter and then you know having a rapport with your guest, aren't you? You are, and I think the a lot of people it's it's the obviously logical step for people to mainstream media it could be sky bt amazon or whatever it may be um what i find really interesting is the crossover so you've got a lot of the young lads like 
popping up now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Pi, Thogden, yeah. seen Spencer mm. all on Saturday Social. Not me. Not well. N- yeah. Well, Why? Young Why? Lads, Why have you seen you on there? Have you been asked? You've not been asked no. at all. Really? I don't think it's. I don't think it is an age thing. I think it's uh, probably. I think Thogden and Pi, they're nice, and Spencer's very nice. You know, then I think I probably too. They're worried you say something honest. that's not not applicable for eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning. Well, not even that. I just think um, they probably don't like what we do because it's they didn't do it first, and yeah. it's 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 honest and real, isn't it? I mean, I don't do a watch along for three hours. I've got no idea what I'm going to talk about. You yeah, know, I'm watching football. It's, it, well, it's mate, the greatest game in the world. It's going to provide yeah millions of different avenues to go. I down. think your views speak for themselves, though. So there is a there's a market for it, isn't there? There's a, not even just a market. There's a huge market for it. Like I heard you say, there was something I heard you say the other day about some of the views you get on like an England game, for example. That's bigger than like a daytime TV show on like ITV or BBC or something Look like at that. Yours, we were just talking about that, and I've seen some of the videos. Obviously, if you're hitting eight hundred thousand, a million views. That is more than probably every dom- uh, uh, domestic broadcaster between nine and eleven o'clock in the morning. Wow! You know, and and that's what it is. It's people are watching like the BBC or Sky. What what people are not real, what ad- advertisers and brands are not realizing is that we are smashing it collectively, and that's not why we're doing it. But yet they're still going mainstream to have their advert in between a, a new show yeah. that nobody's bloody watching. Well, why would you not? You know get in contact with the Fozcast or United Stand or something like that because yeah. they're still not caught I, up. I don't think they... they, no, they don't that it. is their world. Yeah. But they don't fully understand it. Yeah. I they think there's a bit of snobbery. I do. I yeah. think there's a bit of snobbery yeah. about it as a bit well. bit more than a bit, mate. Yeah, there is. It's like... It's like that... I Like for you, for example, I don't think you would get the recognition that you deserve. I don't know if you feel like that, but that's how I... From the outside looking in, I, I would think that you don't get the recognition you deserve because people think, well, who is he? Has he played the game? Has he, what's he done? Has he ever managed, coached? Has he ever done it's anything like that? It's as well, though. It's, it's the mainstream media journalists. You know, we were in a, a United press conference a couple of years ago and one of the main journalists in there was like like ridiculed as in the in the paper because somebody had asked Dolly a question you know how do you think we're doing and it was like you don't say we but we're we're, we're united we're united stand we're, uni- we're united fans and this is the thing journalists who follow united they ain't united fans they've just got the dream ticket big job because manchester united are it they're, they're not necessarily united fans and that's why you get stupid questions like Ollie what do you think about the Ryder Cup when we've just lost the game to young boys and you might want to talk about what he's doing in the midfield and stuff like that but but this is the beauty of having your own channel I think and if a lot platform of, it's own, not your own platform. channel it's your own platform yeah, your as own well platform, isn't it it's your own network yeah isn't it having your own platform your network would you've had a take well we've you've had a taste of this you've been doing it for six years and you say what you want you do what you want when you want obviously you've got fixtures yeah yeah and then if you slide back into that and you go Got to be there three hours before for 20 minutes work. Yeah, yeah. They want you to dress a certain way. Yeah. It's not that appealing, I can imagine. No, no, no. And that's the thing. I, I don't have any resentment towards the talk sports and everything like that. And if they asked me to do something and it, and it appealed, I would do it. That's like, you know, doing this or doing the happy hour or, you know, if, if it's something I want to do, I'm there. I'll go and do it. And but- the beauty of it is, Mark, is we were talking just before we, we came in and we were saying like, the beauty of meeting so many people and yourselves and all the other creators that you've done videos yeah. with and that we've had on the podcast, you start building that network and saying, let's do more to This face yeah. to face. I love this face yeah. to face. And you I'll can't get one. that on a Zoom, but also you then start saying, well, okay, well, you've got um, a, a, a TV network. Well, actually there's six, seven of you creators. Let's get together and do something. It could let's be, go go-karting. Could be go-karting, yeah. yeah. 
But golf. That, I, we should have done. I really Foot wanted golf. to do that for the Ryder Cup. Um, oh, Spencer's done it. Got a massive view. Foot Spencer golf would be belting. The Sidemen did one. To be fair, they did a foot golf. Yeah, one yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. That would Sidemen be good have though. Done everything. They've done. Yeah, they, they can do everything. Land, Poundland Sidemen. Yeah, but yeah. sod it. Like we just oh, have a laugh. Like people want to see just normal folk having a laugh. Do you know what I mean? I don't care what you've done in your life. If you're a normal guy and you're able to have a laugh and a joke at yourself, don't take yourself too seriously. You've got a chance, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to just talk about a few of your competitors in your in your arena. Yeah. So we're talking um, the kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kickoff and Arsenal fan TV yeah. in particular. So let's just talk about views. Who gets the most views out of you lot? Oh, you know, <laughs> it probably matters. I, I mean, I know those people and it probably matters to them more than it does to me because we get a lot of views. But And I do, I want us to be the best, but I'm not obsessed about that. But I would say... I'd say AF AFTV do well because after every game they'll go and stick a camera in, in, in someone's face for, and they do it about 30. So, you know, that's a lot. You mean people. outside the stadium they'll yeah, stick yeah, the yeah. camera? We, yeah, we yeah. never would do that. Have you ever thought about doing that? No, we have done it, but I wouldn't put 20 fan cams up. Yeah. You know, getting various different strands of Arteta's crap, you know, just yeah. to get views. I think that's, I hate it. I hate it, to be honest. And then the kickoff's very good, but I think we get more views than them. So, yeah. So it's you guys? I'd, I'd say... Yeah, just about. Yeah, just about. I mean, you could we could always we could beat all of them if we wanted to by just churning out a certain type of content, but authentic content. I think we're just no, about top. But a lot of that's because it's United. You know? What about the planning of of when with the watch alongs? I'm guessing you don't need. You go on and obviously don't have script, but I'm guessing you don't need to plan that much because you're so close to Man United in terms of you know the players, you watch so much of them, you know how they set up the formation, etc. So do you kind of on a match day when you do a watch on, do you just turn up? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously all in my house set up anyway. So I just go into the dining room and just... Green screen on. Yeah, Boom. yeah. But, but, the, but the people behind it, you know, I've got like people like Ryan and Drawty and Matt who will have set up all the overlays and everything like that. You know, there's a team on the screen. Yeah. And, you know, there's animation background and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I think with anything like this, you know, it's like that line, isn't it? With uh, great power becomes great responsibility. It's not for everybody because sitting in front of 10,000 people for three hours, you could get political. You could say something really- You could go bad. anywhere. There's, there's loads of places you can do. So I, I think when you, you know, when you talk about what we do, you know, journalists, mainstream media, what they also don't realize is people who are doing it are very intelligent. Yeah. You might not have an A-level in this, that, and the other, but they're very intelligent. One, to be able to hold an audience, but two, to be able to, you know, control their mind enough to be entertaining, but not cross a line and put yourself into trouble. Because we've seen plenty of people who've done that, haven't we? So I think, I think, I think it's a real skill set that people- Yeah, I totally agree. I think, the thing, I think the thing about you that strikes me is you are a very intelligent guy. I'm not talking about like absolute genius, like going to uni. I'm not academic. It's not about yeah. that, but I think you are a very good people smart. person. You're smart. You've got street smarts. You understand, you know how to talk and how to gauge the room as well. Because I think that's a good thing to be able to do. Yeah. But that's, that's always been the thing for me that to sit there and talk for three hours, regardless of what it's about, it's a hard work, isn't it? That is an absolute mission. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, so Arsenal Fan TV. So I don't know when it was, I think it was maybe last year when they were, you know, like I'd say probably the end of the first half of the season, they were having a bad time, Arsenal. Yeah. They were getting pumped like week in, week out. And Arsenal Fan TV, my God, they were getting views right, left and centre because the, like, because the team were doing bad, Arsenal Fan TV had something to talk about and they were jumping all over the room. They were going crazy, all this kind of stuff. Do you think Arsenal Fan TV would have got into some of the Arsenal players' heads? Individual players. 
Yeah, I do because I think, you know, I used to have quite a good relationship. I mean, I still do have a good relationship with some of the guys on there. I hate United stand being called the United version of Arsenal fan TV because I think their approach is very different to ours. They wouldn't do what we do and I wouldn't do what they do because I think I think it is too... I find it too sim- too similar. You know, it's very stereotypical. You have a bad result, get rid of the manager. You have one yeah. good result, you're going to win the league. But I know they have relationship with the players. Some of them, you know, they've got that big that they have a relationship with the players. And I've always called that out because if you were Man United goalkeeper and you had a bad game, do I go, oh, it's Ben, you know. Give him a wide berth. Seven out of yeah, 10. Yeah, what yeah. are you on about? It was a four, you know. I think you've got to be authentic. And it's like, I think they probably give easy rides to certain players like Aubameyang. The ones that they know. That they know, even though it was absolutely dreadful last year, you know. Yeah. Do you know, I think um, I think one thing I've always thought is they, they give the English players a bit more of an easy ride as well. They had I always think the media in general does. Yeah, I think they do. They let them off a little bit more. Like you, you look at the the younger players that they've got playing now, they will look after them a bit more. Like even the Ben White, Saka, um, Emil Smith-Rowe, all these kind of players. I bet Aaron Ramsey back in the day, all those kind of players, they would have looked after them a bit more, but they always seem to come for like the likes of like Koscielny or Otsil. Bellerin. Bellerin. They would always go after them because like you say though, probably they don't have a relationship with them to start with. But I guarantee you, Every one of the Arsenal uh, Arsenal players will know about Arsenal Fan TV and they know exactly what it is and they know that if they have a really bad game or a really bad performance, it's like it's like gold for the fans and they can't wait to watch it. Yeah, 100%. How many players would tune into that, Ben? So look at the clubs you've played at and go, what percentage of the players will be actively looking online? For yeah, it's not like they're going to be joining on live and no, watching no, it no, stuff like I'm that. No, 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 I'm saying it's general media. I would say... I would say a huge percentage of it. I would what, say 80, 90? 80, 80, 90% at least will be looking and seeing what people have said about it. And we spoke about it literally about 10 minutes before the show started, Mark, didn't we? You and used to. I, for sure. Same sort of thing. I would, I would seek validation from these people that do not know me or shouldn't know me or will never know me, but I will seek some sort of like just a little bit of something. Do you know what I mean? So if I've had a good game, I'd want to go on and say, oh, they're saying I did well and it's like, oh, buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. But then if they've done bad, I just want to see to what extent. Do you know what I mean? It's horrible. It's they, so- do, they, they deny it, don't they? Yeah. They, don't, they deny they do it, which I find quite funny because it's like when I wake up in the morning, I'm straight on my phone and I have a busy day. Yeah. Footballers have a lot of downtime, don't they? And they're all younger than me. That's it. So they're, they're even more social media savvy. So I'm meant to believe that you're not looking at these massive fan channels as well because mainstream media can be quite scripted as they know. So I'd be surprised. I know they watch it, but you're so arrogant to say that- Any footballers in the DMs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mainly not- You don't um, need to name any names, honestly. uh, But we want you to. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know whether you'll mind. Dwight McNeil, Burnley. Um, I I bought him on my career mode and uh, he, he, he messaged me. I think I followed him and then he messaged me. Um, just to say likes the content and oh that's nice been blocked by a few as well not going to name I can imagine you have <laughs> yeah but this is I think like I said I think this world that we're in now like the YouTube world especially football uh, all footballers watch it literally all footballers watch it so I guarantee you every single one of the United players will know who you are they will not even just Man United players <laughs> I, I, maybe I don't know about Ronaldo or Bruno maybe but maybe I don't know you never know surprised. it wouldn't surprise it, surprised. it would not surprise honestly you think that you've played with a lot of these lads when your time with England you played with the big boys and we know that 
people like Harry Kane watch the watch the cycling GK the channel yeah no different with you I'm man. surprised but yeah. it, with, with um, mate can I tell a quick story we, Matty, we played Newcastle on Saturday right Matty Longstaff scored this goal past me I should have saved it I'm fuming right I definitely should have saved it at full time right I'm just going around saying well done to everybody well done and he's he's gone oh. I, I looked at him I went you big twat or something like that as in like I'm fuming <laughs> I was only joking obviously but he just started laughing and he went, he went you've not got the GoPro in the goal I need to see that angle of it from the GoPro so this is what I'm talking about they do for sure like it's that it's that age where like they've all grown up on YouTube now so everybody is watching it I guarantee you like you are much more well known than what you think and I think can we can I just take that a step further as well like when you're just going about your normal life yeah how how well known are you now I think one of the big things was I used to like uh, I go down London and hang around like you've gone doing film something you go and get a coffee and it was we were a bit smaller then and the person you were going for a coffee with everyone were like can I have a photo can I have a photo then we had Covid and that was quite a long period of time where we grew oh what we, was that we, we did you grow did you really we yeah. hit a million on Covid or just after Covid so what sort of content were you putting out through Covid well it's the same really I mean because I mean I kept doing my FIFA thing yeah. which was very popular because obviously no one had anything to do I mean yeah. I was like I was like on season three of a FIFA career mode with Man United <laughs> and we were in the Europa League final. We had like 14,000 people watching on wow. YouTube. I was like, this is, people are really depressed. Wow. <laughs> you know? They must be bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, bored. Um, but yeah, we grew so big over that, that when I came out of COVID, there was suddenly like, it was a bit different. It was like, you get a little bit noticed to quite a lot noticed. It's like wherever you go. So, but I don't, I don't like that. You know, you know, I mean, I don't like that. That's not why I did it. And you don't strike me as someone that would, because some people yeah, like search it, revel out. in it. Yeah, you they? wouldn't. I don't think you'd search out, would you? But I think it's the same with what we were saying about the hate thing. It took me time to get used to that, and now I'm used to it. I'm like, well, praise is fantastic, and you know, your community who watch your videos, and I couldn't do what I do without the live chat because that would lose probably 70 percent of my ideas. Mm. Um, but on the other hand, I've, I've 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 lived, I've done jobs with nothing. And, and that maybe in five years, that's what I will be doing. So I, d I do appreciate people asking for photos and I always do it, but I do feel a bit awkward with it as well because it's just like, yeah. you know, it wasn't why I started doing it. So so here's one for you, Mark. Um, I'm going to ask this question, drop the mic gracefully and walk away because if Ben was a United player doing what he does, how would you feel about that? What, like he's playing for right Man United now, and he's, he's playing for he's Man United. Well, I'm in the Go, starting 11. GoPro in the goal and he's vlogging. He's doing exactly what he's doing. How would you feel about that if he was a United player? If I'm sat here right now, I'm very happy. If I'm on his podcast. But um, <laughs> if, 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 if I, I would be. If Fred, no, Scott McTonamy is doing it, what Ben does now. Oh, wow. Pelters. He's getting. I was just about to say, it depends <laughs> how good the player is, isn't it? Okay. For me personally, if it was somebody like, I mean, so again, it's, it's difficult to imagine a foreign player doing it. So if it was Luke Shaw, who I do like, and he was doing it, I'd probably quite like it. I'd be critical of it because I'd be like, maybe you shouldn't have said that, maybe you shouldn't have done that. But everyone says that about me. Everyone says that about you now. So I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad thing. But I think when, you know, it's the old, it's the old Jesse Lingard thing, isn't it? I think Jesse went too social media savvy, and his ability didn't match it. And I think he's reined it in, and his ability is better now. But you know, nobody wants to see a footballer who's more social media than ability. I think if you've got the ability to match it, then it works. I think it's similar to like Pogba, isn't it? Like Pogba put his new haircut out the other day, didn't he? Like yesterday. He did a lot of hate for it. But oh my God, like it's it's incredible. Like what, his haircut? Or? Yeah, he's put his haircut out, but it's they don't, they don't, it's not now they want to talk about his haircut. They just want to, 
they just want to call him a C-U-N-T or something. It's I mad. It. I really like it. It's that. so I mean, mad. I never have that, but I actually quite like all the People in our, we've got like WhatsApp groups, I'm sure you have, and they've like, have you seen Pogba's hair? And most people are like, all right. And I, I looked at it and went, it's quite like that. You know, normally it's, you know, he's got like the, the is it braids or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coloured it. I quite like it. No, um, okay. But he gets a lot. You get, you're going to get hate, aren't you? Oh, yeah, you, you are. Well. And then, and then mainstream TV, because obviously you're so close to Man United, and you know it's 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 massive for you. What out of the like Sky BT presenters? Because obviously they cover most clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you ever look at certain commentators or pundits and think, do you know what he really, really does know what he's on about? Because you're so close to United. Are there any in particular that you think, yeah, he's spot on, or the other way? You know what? I do like Gary Neville, but I think he does make a lot of... Like, he came out with his best United eleven the other day and I just ridiculed it on a United stand. What was, was like, it? Go on. Well, he had a front three of Cavani, Greenwood and Ronaldo. And I was like, Gary, what are you talking... Where's the... You know, where's the chance... Where? So Bruno's got a crate for three people. You've yeah. got to have a Sancho and, and maybe a Rashford for a Ronaldo. I was like, that's a bit disappointing from somebody who's an ex-player and pundit, but maybe coaching isn't for you because, you know, you've just gone with a front three that's not... Where's the creativity? I thought he was going to bring his Valencia career up. There. Well, I could have done. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, was he in the England setup as a coach when you yeah, were yeah. in yeah. England? He was brilliant. You he said was absolutely, but that's a different role, isn't it? It's a different role from being a manager to yeah. being a coach. What like, kind of role was he doing? It's like man, so, yeah, like, he was. He was. He was kind of. He would be first team coach kind of thing alongside Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson likes to take all the training sessions anyway, so he would actually take the the, the training session. I think Ray Lewington was his assistant manager. But I've got to say, from my dealings with Gary Neville why poor guy like yeah, yeah. he is the most driven professional just proper just did everything proper all the time right, you could always hear his voice he was always talking and always shouting and always moaning and just he would always be that guy but he, he just kept his standards so high and I always used to th- I always used to basically look up to him a little bit basically thinking he's you, the man you know why he's my favourite is because actually he fits with what I believe that it doesn't matter whether you're a fan a footballer mainstream media or anything like that you're going to get it wrong. Yeah. And I can't be bothered with people who say, oh, Goldbridge has got no football knowledge. Because of course, I, I, when when Liverpool bought Van Dijk, I went, ah, they've spent £75 million on a Dutch Chris Smalling. And the tweet's still there. I don't think I've deleted it. Because I'm like, well, of course you're going to get stuff wrong. That's sure. the whole point. I love it. So yeah, I think Gary Neville's very good. I like I like Carragher and Neville. Yeah, they're they good, really they? well together. And again, you know, I think Carragher said last summer, you, you know, you can't pay Pogba and Bruno together. And I was like, I'll jump on that straight yeah. away. So, you know, I don't know how they receive it, but if you're getting called out, it's not because, it's not, it's, again, it's not because you don't like them. It's because, like, this person said this. What do you think about that? You I know, think they just own it. They own it yeah. better than most, don't they? Yeah, like, yeah. even if they put their foot in the mouth and, like, make a horrendous mistake of all bad prediction or something, they'll own it. And it yeah. is what it is. Like I say, they've been there, seen it, done it. They can basically say and do what they want because they've had a bit of experience of doing it at least anyway. But yeah. I love the way that they don't give a shit either way. They'll just, it is what it is, for God's mm-hmm. sake, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, let's talk about driving with Goldbridge. Yeah. Okay, I love this. I love, and I would love to come on again, another one. I, it sounds like I just want to do stuff with you all the time, but I would, I would absolutely buzz off coming to do Explain what it is, Matt. So basically, again, in um, I've got my own channel and I used to do like cooking with Goldbridge and driving with Goldbridge, which is basically putting content out during COVID. Cooking with Goldbridge. I've never heard of this one. Come on. It's like on the what? same channel. So basically, I just set a camera up in my kitchen, which is quite, I mean, you know, it's not it's not a massive house or anything like that, but it's quite good to put a camera on the breakfast bar and then you've got the whole kitchen behind you. So I just did like Goldbridge cooks, fish and chips. I think and that was probably like in the outhouse though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> but... Um, 
mean, it's very basic, but people quite enjoyed it. So then I was like, I'm just going to stick a GoPro on my dashboard and drive. Because um, I used to do these videos where it was like, a bit like a podcast. I'd just sit there with a few topics and talk to camera because you couldn't get guests at that time unless you did Zoom. So then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to drive around in my car around the area. It's quite nice for 40 minutes and uh, put a GoPro on me and just drive and chat. And people liked it. It is nice though. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's really like enjoy it. calming. I think, it's, I think that's the thing about it. It's always the chat's just dead easy and chilled, but it's nice and calming as well. Like you always talk about some random crap, but that's what people want to see. I love it, honestly. It's absolutely wicked. And if I can come on it, please. No, I'll... definitely. And then I just said to my agent, he was like, you know, we're doing this stuff with Wash and Go. They want some ideas. And I said, well, why don't we just get my car, get get guests in it and drive around and have a chat? And I said, I know bloody James Corden's done it and this, that and the other, but I ain't going to sing a song. And it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter whether 10 people have done it. They're not going to do it the way we no, do it. And, and people either like it or they won't. It's so, not Mark Goldbridge, is it? So we've had a yeah. few. We've had uh, Pie Face on, Jack Mate's been on. We've got a couple more coming up. Tell Dad me tell me about the one I saw um, a picture of the other day, the, the X-Man United player that you had on. Paul Ince. Paul Ince. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever met Paul? No, never met Paul Ince. Uh, to be honest, I've met a few footballers who are, you know, unreliable. Hey! <laughs> no, 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 that kills me. That kills me. That, yeah. that really does. That, like, I pride myself on my he reliability. Didn't have a, he didn't have a good right? test. He was just hungover, Mark. I, I yeah. do. I pride no, myself no, no, on no, it, Mark. I mean, I think everybody knows Ben's a nice guy, but there are footballers out there that are, you know, I, 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 I understand. I, I wanted to be a professional footballer, and I knew good footballers. And some, you know, especially the modern day footballer, you live in a bubble, don't you? Yeah. You know, you, it's not like you've you've been training at Blues, and then you, you've you've got a job behind a bar, or you're at uni. You you go into a bubble, and it can you've got people telling you how great you are. So they don't necessarily have the best skills in relation to dealing with the public, but. No, Paul Ince was sound, absolutely sound. One of the nicest guys I've met, and and that hence that led to him doing stuff on the United stands as well. So, nice. Yeah, so we've done a drive garbage with him. And yeah, and also he comes from an era that for me was just sort of my era growing up. Same. You know, Euro 96, that United team of the early 90s. The governor, what a player. Yeah. And what, and what yeah, a team. So it's got a lot of stories in. That was a classic nice team, wasn't it? Like yeah, yeah. Kinchelski, Giggsy, oh, Lee Sharp, and yes, like wow. Husey, Brian McClellan. They were, a, what a, what a team. Legends, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they, they would have won. The thing, the only thing they didn't do that the 08 team and 1919 did was they didn't win a European Cup, but yeah. they couldn't win a European Cup because they used to have to put Gary Walsh in goal and sometimes bench gigs because they could only have three oh, that's foreigner right. rules. Yeah, of course. That so was it was right. Uh, Incy was on about that. He was like, we would have won it, but we, we couldn't win it. It was impossible because we had to play so many English players. And obviously we had like people like Mark Hughes who were classed as a a foreigner because he was Welsh and Ryan Giggs was and Brian McClare was and obviously Mate, Eric you forget Cantona. about all that kind of stuff so yeah. that that back then was basically the modern day version of you've got to have some homegrown yeah, that's yeah. it's literally flipped on its head where you used to only be allowed three foreigners now you have to have what is it six or seven homegrown players or something is, like that it is an absolute dream for aging English goalkeepers exactly <laughs> there's a market for it mate there's a market for it especially what if you've got a GoPro what's his name Scott Carson oh mate I brilliant mean, he disappeared about 10 years ago but I'm sure he's probably Man, he's City. Man City do you know what do you know what I heard a story about this the other week right so I um, I we've got some friends up in Manchester and every time we go up there we'll go up to the cricket club 
over the road, we'll have a few beers and stuff like that. And one of their nutritionists was actually there. And I was just chatting to him, like, when you're back in pre-season training, all this kind of thing, blah, 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 blah. And anyway, we got on to Scott Carson, because obviously I know Scott from being with England and stuff. Wicked lad, honestly. Just like, he's just like us, like normal bloke, don't care, no airs or graces, whatever. And um, I said, how's he getting on? He went, oh, mate, he's amazing. Like, he's like the man. Like, everybody loves him so much. And he, he said, basically, he says, the reason why he's been at Man City so long is, one, he's still obviously a very good goalkeeper but two him and Edison they've got this like the best bromance you've ever seen in your life right and he's like the glue Edison just sticks next to him all day he sticks next to Edison he just basically gets behind him claps him every day says you're amazing and look what he does on the pitch so I think they'll just keep him going until Edison wants to leave or something but I love that how good is that how cool is that He's yeah. getting contracts based off the fact he's just a wicked bloke, and I think that's I, I think that's incredible. Don't want to go and play first team football for Rochdale, then you know. Nah, sod that. <laughs> for, imagine that you go into the Man City changing room, like the top of top of everything all day, every day. Where or you could go and slog it out in League One or Two. No thanks. I know which I'd rather do anyway. But yeah, I agree. There is a market for it. There's there, definitely there a market for an aging goalkeeper. Definitely. So we've got uh, driving with Goldbridge. Um, you get a lot of compliments on your driving, actually, don't you? Yeah, everyone keeps. Is that because of your police background? Or? Well, I, I just think they obviously have crap drivers because you know I'm I'm a bit of a one hand driver. Okay, and people moan about that. I've always been a bit of a one hand driver, but don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I'm always I don't know, I'm quite happy. I'll, I'll, I'll probably win at the go karting when we do that. But you know. okay. You've been getting in the comments of driving with Goldbridge and looking what they're saying. <laughs> you weirdo. No, the guests. <laughs> the guests. Oh, guests right. Always, okay. Always, I, think, I don't know what they're expecting. I think they thought I might be a well, boy I hope they don't do a driving with Foster because you'll be banned. Yeah, well, you are you um, I don't no you do a lot of driving don't you I do a lot, yeah, of, a lot driving. of fast driving as yes, well yes but no I don't I stick to the speed limit sort of but I do <laughs> I drive bollocks. I, so I guys I live in the Midland I play for Watford obviously but I live in the Midland so I drive there and back every single day it's 100 miles there it's 100 miles back but it's fine it's not a problem I like that bit of peace and quiet it's an hour yeah. and a half to myself I can sit there and think about things I can listen to podcasts like I was listening to yours and Jack Mates earlier nice bit of me time yeah yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, I did God. watch. I did watch it, and um, I did see um, a little bit of shuffling on the back seat, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "There's someone there with a black coat on." We don't acknowledge it, but yeah, there was. Uh, we fixed it on the the last two actually, because uh, obviously I'm not into all that. We had a production team, and they were like, "We really need the sound guy in the car," and we're like, "We're not just having him sat in the back." So yeah. we said, you, can, you can lie on the back seat with a blanket over you, but we've we've sorted it now where it's done remote now. But yeah. There was a guy, and obviously all the comments were always commenting on it. I think, but uh, the next two episodes, you won't see anyone in the back, apart from Thog Dad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, so so Thog done got the um, front seat. Front seat. Well, I wanted Thog Dad in the front. Yeah, yeah. Thog Dad was like, "I'm going in the back." I even had a little bag of sweets to throw to Thog Dad. So that joke. <laughs> Here you go, son. Yeah. Have one of them. Just be quiet. All right. There's a good boy. Oh, oh, he's in the front. Thog yeah. um, Can we talk YouTube analytics? Yeah. Are you into your analytics? Used to be more into it, but I'll probably do observe it in a sort of way that's probably still quite deep, to be fair, yeah. I think everybody does, to be fair. I think everybody who has a YouTube channel, they at least once a day will look at it, right? I remember like a couple of years ago, I was doing something with one of the Liverpool channels and one of them said, 
you know, every day I wake up and I go on to create a studio first thing to look at it. And Same. I'm like, sort of like, yeah, he does you that. sort of do yeah. have a look at that. So Maybe not as much as I used to, but yeah, you do, you do. Yeah. I think you've got, if you've had a video going out, I think it's, you can't help it. You just want to wake up and see it and see that you've had a load of views and all that kind of stuff. It's, it is inevitable, isn't it? Because you do, this is our job sometimes, like it's yeah. not at the minute, but this is your job. So you, it's like, that's the bit where you know where you're doing well or not, isn't it? And you know, I, I can tell you, you're a detail guy. You you you're into detail, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and and with driving with Goldbridge, I'd probably check that one more because I want it. I want people to like it because it's not football. It's totally. It's sort of like a not a vanity project, but it it came about because of Wash and Go. So we had a little bit of money, and then we produced it more than we produce anything. So. But it's a new thing, and so I you like, want to yeah I like the concept. So so what's your favorite episode so far? Because I saw one with Lawrence McKenna that I quite enjoyed. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. I have watched them all. I have watched them all. I love them. Um, pie, I love watching Pie Face either way, but the Lawrence McKenna one was a funny episode. I don't know what your relationship is with Lawrence McKenna. Um, I, I but, don't know, really. But, <laughs> <laughs> I never get asked on the kickoff anymore. I keep saying to him, I even said it on the thing. Don't get asked anymore. We'll see about that then. Come on then. How has he, how has he agreed to come on driving with Goldbridge then? No, no, we, we, you know, I've, I've known them. We did, I didn't really have a great relationship with Brian, True Geordie and Loz at the start because when we first came into the arena, a lot of company, a lot of the fan channels were sort of owned by different companies. And Fremantle, everyone, 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 was, everyone yeah. was in the same boat. So we came in as an outsider. And basically I got into a bit of an argument with some people and people stuck up for them. So I just like, F off to everybody, you know, like, <laughs> I'll just do it my own way. And then after a couple of years, Brian was like, yeah, you were a bit of a knob a couple of years ago, but do you want to come on the show? And then we met and we got on and I got on well with Oz. So that, that from my side, that's always continued. But I'm also aware that um, obviously they did that video on the Clash of Crash yeah, Creators, yeah. which I did. So I said to Lars, look, we're doing this. Do you want to come on? And he, he would always say yes, to be fair. So he, he came on and I was like, you know, obviously it was a lot of talking off air. I said, I'm going to, we are going to talk about this. And um, yeah, it just went from there. But, you know, he's, he, to be fair, he's, you know, he faced up to it and uh, always get a different conversation and he is who he is. Yeah. You know, I think that's one thing. He is who he, he, he I is. I think that was the is. beauty of that episode. You've got two, basically, two people who are what they are. Yeah. And I don't think I any of you, that. any of you were backing down and it was just, right, I'm going to tell you what I think. And he was like, no, I'm going to tell you what I think. And I was watching it going, oh my God, this is incredible. But we do get incredible. on. We do get on. Yeah. Like, yeah, we do I get on. I think the question of, are you an asshole?" was one of my favourites because <laughs> it's like... Um, yeah, it's very direct. It's very direct. But like you said, it, you've got, even if you, I'm not saying you don't get on with them, because you do, but even if you don't see eye to eye with someone, you have to respect them because they are who they are. They've got their own opinions and they'll stand by them. So, you know, kudos. Yeah, but I think we were talking about before, weren't we, as well? It's like, you know, would I want to do a drive in the Goldbridge with somebody I, I, I knew I was not going to get on with? And you were saying the same with like this podcast. And it's like, actually in this space, you don't have to. Yeah. If you don't like, if you don't think it's going to work, why yeah. do it? Because we are very, it's not like Parkinson now, you know, there's a new book coming out for somebody. They've yeah. got to come on your show. Oh, this is going to be difficult. Like We don't, we have that freedom, don't we? Where we, you know, we haven't got producers saying, look, you've got to get such and such on. I messaged I messaged Mark Clattenberg the other day because he's got a book coming out to say do you want to come on the podcast and he didn't reply to blanked. me he's, he's completely blanked me the git but um, Mark, Mark if you're listening come on honestly I don't think you're Prattenberg I love you to bits I think you're a funny one. Oh yeah but would, how good would that episode be Mark Clattenberg Mark Clattenberg Mark you're not coming on driving with <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a prat so, so when you said about um, not having a producer in a network when yeah. we started this when we started the Foscast we like everything that, that Ben's done, we said, 
we'll do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And actually, we got appro- uh, approached by a couple of kind of big uh, networks saying, oh, we'll, we'll do it, we'll produce it, we'll edit it, we'll help you with guests, and we want 50%. Yeah, yeah. And and like we sit here and we're quite simple guys in the fact and we're like, well, we've got a studio. We've got Frankie Boy, the editor, who's brilliant. Why, why do you need why, it? Why do we need it? Yeah. And we've got contacts in the game. And like you say, you, I think that's the beauty of what we do as well is the more you meet people, the more you build relationships and then you meet him from him. You meet him from him. I did that Theo Baker thing the other day. First time I did it that. Showed, yeah. Met Cal Freezy afterwards, all that. Lovely, honestly, like, but everybody's just golden. Like you, you meet them and you're like, actually, you're just a bit like me to be perfectly honest. It's nice, isn't it? That's what I loved about it. So we said, I spent a little bit of time with Cal while you're in the studio and you just get chatting to people and, and actually... From from that meeting, you you was with you afterwards, and we're like, oh, let's do something. And yeah. actually, once you see someone and meet someone, and you're in front of them in person, it's different. It changes things because it's been difficult with COVID, and there's a lot of Zoom things. I know you guys have done some on Zoom, but there's nothing like sitting in front of people, and that's how relationships are built, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. I think you, you you do get to know. I mean, a lot of people speak about people in this industry, and I always say, look, lots of people have said stuff about me, and it's at its costers. You know, we've had we've had conversations with brands, and then they'll say something. And you go, well, what, why are you talking to me about that? You've spoken to someone, haven't you? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, and, really? And, and, and okay. but but you're right. When you get to meet people, they get to know what you are. And I've had so many people say to me, oh, you're not what I thought you were going to be. And I'm like, yeah, but who told you that? Yeah. And then they'll tell you and you go, well, this is the problem, isn't it? And I think that, you know, there's a lot of genuine people out here and there are some that aren't. And, and that's the great thing about not having this COVID world anymore is you can get out and about. I did that Clash Creators and I met that Morgs. Yeah. Who actually yeah. asked me for a photo. Decent. And I was like, you're always on my YouTube, not mine, my daughter. Can I have a photo for it back? And he was, you know, not my cup of tea, not my genre, nothing like that, but a nice guy. And it's like, you know, your perception of that person might be quite different if you hadn't met them. Do you so. watch much YouTube? I don't really. No, honestly, I don't. I mean, I, I could pretend that I watch all, every video you do. I don't. I probably watch maybe one a month, but that's honest. You know, it's, I used, there's some stuff that I watch that, the one thing I do watch on YouTube the most was Dr. Robert Campbell about COVID. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just this doctor who's retired, who'd sit there with a little webcam every night and sort of give an update on all the COVID things and everything like that. I just got addicted to it. When it was going COVID. on, yeah, when yeah, it first yeah, yeah, started yeah. going I used to on. Watch it every most night. people were though. because you're getting a proper angle yeah. from it. You're not yeah. getting spun the bullshit yeah. from BBC. You're getting There's somebody in basically the equivalent of what we do exactly. for that, but not the BBC. He's take everything, all the reports, and he go, and this is what I think about. I think that is a load of crap, and I think this is good. And I was like, but I've never thought of it like that, and that's exactly what it was. Mm. It was just like authentic, and you're in his you're in his bedroom basically, or his spare room or something like that, and you just it just was quite yeah, that's familiar. nice. It isn't makes it? you feel part of something. We had Doctor um, Ben's old doctor at Watford who's uh, involved in an international team as well, and we had him in, and he does similar. And he'll get um, a big injury. He was a Liverpool lad the other week. Hardy Elliott. And he goes on following Monday and he'll go, this is the injury. This is um, his recovery time. This Explain is it in a layman's term, basically. Oh, what's his name? Um, Doc in the arena. Doc in the arena, yeah. Matt Ogunsanya. Yes. Yeah. He sent me a video about 
He sent you a video. Phil Jones. Oh, no, Phil Jones. oh yeah. Yes, I, he I, did, I, yeah. I mentioned it on a show and I was I went and looked at his YouTube channel and I was thinking about getting him involved, but obviously he does every you know, there's not you know, yeah, can't come yeah, on every yeah. week because we don't have anything like that. But we did use what he said in the Phil Jones thing and he broke it down really well as to why Phil Yeah, Jones he's a lovely bloke right. and he's honestly he's so shit smart. It's a joke, wow, honestly. Yeah. He like you could just listen to him speak. As he was speaking here, I, I was like thinking, fuck, I've got to ask a question in a minute. Well, I, I can't think of anything because I'm just listening to it. It's incredible. What a lovely guy. It's, it's good old shout, isn't it? I wish I'd had YouTube when I was a lad, actually, because, you know, sometimes oh, yeah. I'll go on there and you can get lost. Yeah. Like, hours can go by with little five and ten minute videos on everything. I, I know. Mean, I like Lord of the Rings, so I'll be like watching videos that somebody's made about the history of the dwarfs. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But it's yeah. brilliant, though, because like, if you if you spend three hours on TikTok, which, which is quite easy to do. Have you got TikTok, Matt? I have got a TikTok. Yeah. I don't go on TikTok. Yeah, My daughters I mean, go on it and I'm like, what are you wasting your lives? What exactly are you doing? that. Yeah. But on YouTube, like you pick up so much information, don't yeah. you? It's incredible. I just, I just don't have the time. I don't know what you're like, you know, busy wise. Busy. Like, I would watch yours. There's a few other channels I would watch. But you know what? If I get, it's like watching a, a Netflix thing. You know, it's like, I'll be miles behind everybody else because I just won't. There'll be four or five days. You're a busy man, Mark. How you busy are, are you? How busy are you? Because I get the impression that you are. Yeah, you just work like a dog. Yeah, it is. It is very busy. My 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 downtime is probably now. So sort of eleven till maybe three o'clock. But then from three o'clock until probably ten o'clock, it's busy. And then first couple of hours of the day are busy. So. Wow. And what about like all the running of the business day to day? Is that something you pick up? Commercials, like deals. Now I've got an agent. Okay. Yeah. So damn, we, I wanted to. We wanted to sign you. As, no, he's a, he's a good guy, Ross, and um, he's sort of like intertwined with yep. the business as well. He's got quite a lot of experience and stuff. And and actually, I think his his brother, his dad was an agent. In fact, he was on the uh, Premier League. You know, been watching that Fever Pitch thing. No, I know what you mean though. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. His dad was like an agent and was involved in the performing of that. So he's quite good in the. Can industry. I can I tell you who I think um, I was going to say to you earlier who I think you remind me of? Oh yeah. Can I can I get it out there and tell everybody who I think Mark Goldbridge reminds me of? And this is the reason why I think I. I love him so much. Tony Pulis. It's definitely not your looks, all right? No, no, it's definitely no. not your look. It's your you-ness. I think the way that you, like you say, you basically just say how you see it and you don't really give a shit. And you, so you played under him, did you? I played so, under him and I love Tony Pulis. Yeah. He, he, like I always tell the story to you, don't I, how he will happily put his arm around you and say, you've been shit today, son. <laughs> you've been fucking you shit You want to know where you stand, yeah. don't you, with people and it could be any workplace. If you're second guessing, yeah, uh, it's not particularly nice but if someone goes, that needs to be better or you were crap or well done but it, you've it, been great he had high standards he expected X from you and if you didn't deliver X it's because you haven't done enough prep or work or whatever yeah. he can understand the lack of technique he could understand the not going right in the day but just doing the hard yards yeah he might not have had that many technical players no we didn't we had, we had some <laughs> 6 foot 5 bloody left back and a 6 foot 5 right back your back 4 <laughs> your back 4 at West Brom were always massive we had Craig Dawson at right back <laughs> Gareth Dawson. McCauley centre back Jonas Olsen at centre back even Liam Ridgewell was like 6 foot 1 too like the biggest like team you've ever seen in your life it was world class um, Mark I did um, some research earlier and I love doing this I do I like to work, look at net worth of people <laughs> wow I do you footballers are all money mad I love it I think it's wicked so I searched up the uh, the good Goldbridge name and it gave you a net worth of 500k 
All right. He's got Are you happy more. with that? We, we, no, I don't know. What is net worth then? Is that what you've got in the bank? I think net worth is basically the whole package of everything. Roll it all up. No, I'm worth way more than that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Thirty right as well. You work your tits off, mate. You deserve it as well. Yeah. Um, I've got some Belton fan questions, by the way, because okay. you probably saw my tweet. We're not going to go on to that. Yeah, I want to talk about Clash of Creators. Okay. But I, I put a tweet out earlier on today asking... Basically, anybody got any questions from Mark Goldbridge, get in now and ask them and I will read the best ones out. So I have screenshotted about six or seven, some we pearls We to change well. the tweet though, because last time Ben said, I've got someone in the studio today. We had um, people outside Literally, fans are outside waiting to get Troy, wasn't it? Yeah, with Troy, yeah. So we can't do that. So um, I want to talk about Clash of Creators because I want to do Clash of Creators. And we know, you know, Tom Sharman, the guy who runs yeah, it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. tell everyone about Clash of Creators. So basically, guys, Clash of Creators, for anybody that don't know, is um, every, anybody in, not even, I don't think it's just YouTube, is it? It's literally, creators it's big literally and small. everything. If you're a creator, you could be on TikTok, you could be on whatever it is, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. If you've got a bit of a creative thing about you, you are more than welcome to not just apply, but you, you might sort of get picked or whatever to come and play in the this football tournament called Clash of Creators and you played in the last cra- uh, Clash of Creators obviously no, um, commentated no, sorry yeah, yeah. and you but, but you've been selected for this season as well will we see you with the boots on though oh yeah yeah I wanted to play the last one and they couldn't, they, they couldn't get a commentator so I said I'll do it as long as I can play in the next one so so this is, but this is where we're at with the YouTube world. Okay, the the people that were involved in Clash of Creative, we're talking some of the biggest names in YouTube. Like we're talking people from like Sidemen, like you said earlier, but Morgs, massive, massive names. But I think this is just where the market is going now. So, but this time you're going to be playing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot I wait wish, for I this. Wish it had been ten years ago, but so even twenty years ago, but you know. No, oh, you, I, I, a little indication there. No, I've it? heard he's still got a bit. I've heard you're a bit of a player. Well, I played off the pitch as well. But no, I played, <laughs> with, um, I played with Spencer at Old Trafford a couple of years ago and uh, I, I was in the midfield. midfield Pulling strings. So yeah, here's a question. Here's a question. And then for those, get in the comments in the video. If Mark Goldbridge was a Prem player, who would he be? Because I'm having him as Roy Keane. No nonsense. Middle of the park, putting it about. The little marshal, just sort of like yeah, telling everybody, yeah. pointing everything. Yeah, you get over there. He was my role. He was my idol. As a the enforcer yeah, was yeah, that. Yeah, is that, that your role on the pitch? Uh, Go on, yeah, describe yourself much. as a footballer. I well, he enforced DT when they played, didn't he? Yeah, I used to, to be honest. <laughs> I used to play centre back a lot because I was quite tall at fourteen. Yeah. I was as tall as I am now, and then I just stopped growing. So I used to play centre back a lot because I was always quite good at reading the game. So I'd, I'd drop, you know, the one centre back who marks. I'd drop and then take the ball off the nice. floor, and then I moved into CDM. So that was pretty much what I did. Yeah, I could imagine you talking a lot and like say marshalling and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Enjoyed it. Chirping at the ref. Yeah, I got sent off once. <laughs> Shock. More, more, more than once. Time to F off. I do look forward, like I say, if I can play in one of them soon, Yeah. if we're on the same David team. David James oh. was the coach of one of them. Yeah, he time. was, yeah. I, I want to be player coach, you see, because then I can sub myself off, but then they can't sub me off. When you get tired, yeah. <laughs> if someone subs me off, I'll be, they'll do it now. They're going to do it now, aren't they? I'll chuck my boots on the floor. And it's whether I'll get in ahead of Pie Face or not. I just don't know if... Um, Yashin. Yashin, he's the well. man, mate. He's the man. Great. So... Let's talk about Man United for a moment then. Um, actual like current team. Ronaldo coming back. Is he the greatest of all time? Is he the goat? Is he goated? Uh, I mean, I'd, I like the Messi-Ronaldo debate. I mean, I'm always going to be loyal to Ronaldo because he's United. And I think it's great when you've got one of the greatest, best 
greatest ever players. I mean, I mentioned one there, George Best. Um, greatest ever players who play for your club. So I'm always going to be loyal. But I mean, look, we're living a privileged time. Messi's Messi's fantastic. I saw that goal against City, and he's. I just think we're blessed to have both of them. I don't like the debate really because I prefer Ronaldo because he, he ticks more boxes about what I want in my team. But yeah, Messi's probably the better talent. Um, I just think they're both fantastic, and Ronaldo's just special I think to United fans I'd be the same as you Mark that's exactly how I see it Messi's the better natural player Ronaldo for what I would want for somebody in my team ticks the boxes like you wouldn't believe and I think it's an absolute friggin' signing like you would not believe just for how it will raise everybody else because like, even straight away you're hearing these stories about them not eating pudding and all that and I know that's tiny and it's petty and it just it will it will make headlines and stuff like that but that will go on literally every corner of Carrington no matter what it is in the gym in the changing rooms getting ready for games on the way to games all that kind of stuff everybody will be sort of watching him thinking well what does he do what does he do I want to do that and like everybody will be on their game a bit more it's classic hasn't it? it changed from this first time around at United so first time at United he was the talent he was coming up through the ranks and he really took off was brilliant and now he's come back as this Polished. He is. But he has got yeah. this serious aura. aura he is a presence, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. It's quite they need to harness it really. I just don't know whether they will. You know, he he's the he's the leader, he's the one with the experience. That team doesn't have it. He can't be getting in line to Solskjaer and Carrick and be like, you know, just sit in the corner. He's got to be allowed to do that. Whether, do a bit. whether they'll let him do that, I don't know. We'll get on to fan questions in a minute. Do you remember the Manchester Derby? 4-3 to Man United against Man City have well, you seen uh, the goals back on that Owen yeah Owen won it didn't he okay so I played in that game <laughs> Rio, it was Rio, Rio was shit wasn't it yes I loved it <laughs> you, got well, no, you were shit as well <laughs> I just remember Rio getting absolutely rinsed by Bellamy didn't he yeah that's that's it, on. but it. to be fair did you see how the goal went in it's an absolute shambles mate I, it's like I just forgot to dive or something it was <laughs> see, horrible poor Rio then because if that had been the United stand that I would have you know the first mistake's always the big one isn't it well to be fair I made the first mistake earlier on in the game to let, uh, it was the one where it was in the edge of the box where Carlos Tevez kind of I tried to take around, him back yeah. in the box he nicked it off me I'm sure I had both hands on the ball. Anyway, he <laughs> he took the ball off me, passed it, Gaz Barry put it in the back of the net. Um, like I say, do you remember? Do you remember me in particular in that game? No. Ah, oh, mate, I just wanted you to say, yeah, you were shit. You were absolutely shit. I was. It's absolutely better not shit, to remember, to be isn't it? No, yeah. it is. You learn from these things, though. These are the beauty of them. It's like, like a referee. You were you know, unmem- you were unmemorable, Ben. Oh, I think it's a good thing I think that's my Man United career in a nutshell to nah, be I said this about McTominay last week though I said Fred was crap McTominay was okay and people were like why was he okay I said well I don't remember him doing anything bad I will always disagree with this McTominay thing because I think he's a baller mate. yeah you I said do. that to me before I do honestly people have said it to me I think he's a baller I saw him up close in person I know it's only in the FA Cup and we were in the championship but he was incredible mate he was winning balls in their box he was winning balls in our box he was marshalling he was I think there's he's something there with him. He yeah he does it's the combination for me it's not the individuals yeah I, I totally Fred's agree a good player in certain areas but together it just don't work you Matic and Pogba and Van der Beek for two of those two yeah I totally and that's agree that's why people call him McFred because they, yeah. they just see them as that Duo. Yeah. I know, but I think there is a player in there. I really do yeah, think there's a player in there, that, mate. Yeah. So, going to games. Yeah. You don't tend to go to games. No. Well, because of what I do. Um, if I don't do that, then, you know, ultimately... Kids go hungry. It, it, well, it, no, well, I could just do a vlog. I could do what Fogden did. Hey, you come to one of ours. Why don't you come to one of ours? Save vlogs. I would never be in the crowd. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd be too... As super stupid as it sounds, I'd be too you nervous mop, to you'd do get that. mopped as well. I wouldn't. What? Like yeah. It. What would the reaction be if you turned up and you were in the crowd at Man United? 
Oh no, I'd be fine. Yeah, I, I think I would. You'd yeah, get a lot you know, of attention. You'd get, wouldn't you'd you? get mobbed though. I have. I've, I've, I mean, I, I normally used to before COVID. I'd probably go to three or four a season. I'd try and get. I'd get cover, and it would always be a three o'clock Saturday game yeah, yeah. against Norwich or something like that. Um, but I haven't been for. A, I haven't been since COVID. Um, and I will go. I will go. Pro, can can we get you on for like? So like I said, we did this thing with Jack for the Norwich game where he came with Tom, and it was like it's not. It's kind of a fan cam kind of thing where I'm obviously playing in the game or whatever, but you will be there just showing a bit of. A, please try and come to a Man United game. I'll, I'll sort the tickets out whether it's home or away, whatever it is. That'll be belting, mate. Yeah, yeah people yeah. would want to see that. That would be class. Good day out. Me and Jack, we had, we had a bit of lunch, had a few pints, and a few pints. <laughs> boom, get loose before filming. The only thing I wouldn't like to do, and I've always said it, is you know when you're in the ground and you have the camera on yourself and you go like this oh this and that and the other yeah i'd be very self-conscious that i'm annoying the shit out of everybody in front of me behind me and everyone else and a lot of people i mean thogden does it and i yeah. said to him the other day fair play because i you know as much as i'll do most things i wouldn't do that it takes some self-confidence yeah, yeah, yeah. to hold the camera and yeah. look at everybody's looking at you yeah, as well I, hate it. I wouldn't even walk down like solihull high street with your phone out with my phone out going look at me with i just don't, I don't hate it absolutely hate it i always have to find a quiet space all right matt we've got fan questions okay have you been through them? Because I haven't. I've been through them. Good Don't man. worry about it. It's fine. Right. First question from being banned. <laughs> That's a good start. Um, dream job you would have loved to have had if you don't not doing what you're doing. I'm definitely a professional footballer. Yeah. 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 That's all I ever wanted to do. So yeah. Central midfield marshaller. So I think it's most people's dream, isn't it? Yeah, I think You've so. Done well, Ben. Yeah, I think so. I have done well, to be fair, because if you'd have said to me early doors when I was frigging 16, 17, you'd be a footballer. Pff, yeah, right. Um, do any of the Man United players know of you? We've already spoke about yeah. this. We all for sure know that they all know you. What do you think of Burnley from FPL underscore MP? A lot of people were saying Burnley. these. I'd, I used to want them to get relegated. I couldn't stand them because they always seemed to beat me on FIFA. But you know what? <laughs> it's like a love-hate relationship. And actually, I quite... Well, Dwight McNeil plays for them. I think he's a there good you player. Go. I think Sean Dyche is a, a, a bit of a legend, really. So, yeah. you know, I'd hate to see Burnley go down, but they are a, they're always, there's always a bit of banter there because of a, the FIFA career mode. So. A bit of a pain in the ass, basically. I think yeah. they need to be admired a little bit. I think that's the thing about Burnley is they always seem to just come good at yeah, the right yeah. time. They will do again. Get over the line, as always. But like I say, most of that's down to Sean Dyche, for, for sure, for sure. Favourite thing about YouTube? Revenue, freedom, freedom to do it. Just the the platform to be able to do what we do. Really, yeah. I think it's a fantastic uh, platform where, um, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do what I've done if it wasn't for that. You know, twenty years ago, you wouldn't be able to do this. No, for sure. So you'd have to probably go and write crap about gardens or something like that in the hope that you get to write about hockey and then football and you know that's why all these journalists can't stand what we do because they had to do all that and now yeah crap doing what it's do. great though it's inspiring though marks what what you've done is is incredible how you've grown it is is really admirable and looking at it like you said 15 years ago 20 years ago look at our children ben and i have uh, ben's got a, two, a teenager an 11 year old uh, 12 year old i've got similar age kids myself and if they said to me and like my lad will say i want to either be a zookeeper or a professional gamer and I'm like yeah. do either yeah, Mad yeah, world. because you can yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that's what it is it's, it's opened up the gateways hasn't it to, to the kids and say it's not a pipe dream you know you, you can do it yeah 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 definitely I think that's my answer Mike uh, sorry uh, Mark that would be my 
exact answer yeah. is the freedom of it all. You can just do what you want, put out what you want to do. The biggest frigging Man United fan channel in the world. Yeah. It's not it's bad, that, mate. You think about it, yeah. It's yeah. not bad, that, mate. From it's the not bad. biggest club in the world, one off, top three, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> biggest club in the world. They've got to be the biggest club in the world, surely. Um, well, all right. How'd you judge it? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. three things, or what one thing, would you do if you were CEO at Man United? Oh, that's a question. See, three things. Um, I, I'll tell you what I would do. I mean, some people would sack Solskjaer and the coaches straight away. I'll tell you what I'd do. I would do. I'd pull him in the office and I'd give him the right act. I'd say, what's the style of play? What's going on? We're Manchester United and we should be winning. You've had long enough now. I'm giving you I'm giving you till Christmas. I want to see good football and I want to see a real... The players you've got, you should be challenging for the title. And if you're not, you've had long enough. That's fair enough, isn't it? Hands on, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which they're not. Um, I'd also renovate Old Trafford. It's well overdue. Yeah. And I'd spend more. I wouldn't take money out of the club. I wouldn't take dividends. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd clear the debt and I'd put the money into the club and we'd be in a much better position. So, then the three. Goldbridge for CEO. That's nice, that, mate. I think like that's a... That's, that's a what a club should be run like. Yeah, that's a missing quality from, I think, a lot of Premier League clubs, sort of CEOs and the guys in power. I think that's the bit that's missing is that connection. Well, the Chelsea guy does it, doesn't he? Yeah, Just he does. Might, might have, you know... Might not be the best sort of owner in relation to how he got the club, but you know he runs it like that. What was Mark's? Uh, no, what was Mark's opinion of Ben when he was at? <laughs> Leave that. If Mark could be any person in the world, who would it be? Tommy Buckley, nineteen. Uh, if you could be anyone in the world, that's. Mm. I'd do it for a day. I wouldn't change my life because yeah. I've got kids and you know I'm happy with my life, wife and everything like that. But if I could be anyone for a day, probably Ronaldo on a match day. Just, I'd love to oh, just live yeah. that with Have that, that ability about well. yourself. Not me in Ronaldo's body, God. God, that would be horrible. But um, no, actually, Ronaldo's ability for for a day, for a match day. Would just be to great. think, at any moment, you know, you've got the ability to just go and do something. Yeah, yeah, that would be special. Coming out at your debut was Derby away. Yeah, Derby away. Yeah. When you first played at Old Trafford, Man United, because I think like the ability and stuff. But for me, it would be. Premier League game or Champions League game walking out at Old Trafford for the very first time with 78,000 fans what I, was that like? I shit myself did I, you yeah, honestly? I was 20 I think I was 24 years old I was not ready to be at Man United at that time in my life I was but, nowhere near but ready but what about the occasion so it was just you were scared I was shitting myself it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't a thought of I'm going to have a wicked game today I'm going to be amazing I'm going to save my team it was just get through the game, don't make a mistake. And that's the worst thing you can do. Like no matter what it is that you are doing in life, whether you are a footballer or you're a frigging businessman, no matter what it is, if your overriding thought is just get through it and don't make a mistake, you're not going to win, are you? You are not going to win. You're up there. You're absolutely It was miserable. Right. Honestly, we, I think it was the, my first game at Old Trafford, it was a 1-0 win at home to Birmingham City and I actually played quite well, but I shit myself. Like I said, I was 24, 25 years old though. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. But it's good. It's good experience, though. I buzz off it. Honestly, I think it's the best best learning experience in my life. No matter how bad it gets, I think you can always learn from something. Yeah. Um, Mark, why did you become a sponsor of Solihull Moors? I love this, by the way. This is class. To be fair, the women's coach got in contact with me and said, "I watched the channel. Would you be interested in getting involved?" And I said, "Yeah. You know, it's um, it's my daughter plays. She's on the books with Blues at the moment, and." Um, she's Blues, Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. So, I've I coached her with a couple of the lads last year as well. So, I think women's football's coming on a lot. Yeah. 
and they're, they're, they're a local team. I like the club. So it just came about from that, really. I love this, mate. I think we, I think this is something that we need to get into maybe next season. We sponsor, we're, we're the same. We sponsor a few teams. We actually sponsor Earlsword and Earls things, all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So we sponsor a few, but I think next season we're going to do a women's team for sure. Oh, 100%. Because it's a massive, massively growing thing that yeah. I love. And as somebody who's got a daughter, I want them opportunities to be available for people like it's my so daughter. so much better as well. Exactly, the, yeah. The, you know, the players who play for England now are not going to be as good as the players that for sure are five years behind and 10 years behind because you can see the coaching and everything everything so everything the infrastructure everything and the final question is from somebody who's actually got a verified tick on Twitter right, okay. oh Lee Chappie uh, you, you know who that is <laughs> yeah I do you yeah. know who that is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has he asked you to come on yet <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, Lee Chappie is obviously the Jamie Vardy lookalike guy you know <laughs> Your face was incredible. Um, and his question is, is he rocking a C920 still? If you know, you know. What is that? I don't know. Oh, oh. I think he's no talking, one knows, Lisa. I think, he's, I think he's talking about a Logitech webcam. Oh, really? Yeah. We've Which is what I used to put on top of my laptop um, for the first two years very good you don't think you can buy them anymore <laughs> yeah so when I put on Twitter just get those burning questions in for Mark <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking about which like Logitech camera he uses are we gonna cut this out yeah. or not? no chance mate that's gold <laughs> all the questions Lee Chappie you're this, better man. than this come on um, guys that was incredible I enjoyed that Mark I really thank you it, yeah. thank you so much and even though you probably don't agree with my Tony Pulis shout, you do. You remind me of Tony Pulis, mate. You're wicked. Well, I'd have to meet him. And again, I'm very sorry for the letdown last week, but we yes, got yeah. over it. I feel like I am buzzing now, even more than I was for coming on driving with Goldbridge. Quickly then, uh, Mark, before we finish, we always do the usual Tomasi. Oh, up the Foscast. What was that? Well, that was like, um, I don't know what that was. Anyway. Up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. He said cast. It's not cast, he said cast. Midlands boy, isn't it? Mark Goldbridge, superstar. Cheers, mate. No worries, thank you. Cheers. Brilliant. Cheers, Mark. Thank you.